Coming up on TMS, there's no business like sciatica business. Dumb muffs. <laughs> Chiropractors get you hooked on the crack. DiCaprio level seating. I love to do that with my pants. So this is 50 and a happy new year. It's the better of the Beatles uh, post Beatles song. Uh, Christmas song. <laughs> Do you know what I do? Hinges are the darkest magic. Lose the Petridge Farm voice. Was it boogery? Brian <laughs> drinks thickened liquor. I wouldn't talk in this voice if I were you. Marvel Superman. There's nothing like it. He doesn't smell of drink. Up the 40K butt with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. It's your favorite Marvel comics hero. Mine is Superman. Remember the motto? With great power comes great responsibility. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you again at 6. My favorite season is winter. What is your favorite season? The Morning Stream. I would sooner rot in your dungeon than sit at your table. Hello, everybody. Welcome to TMS for Monday, uh, December 19th, 2022, marking the triumphant return of Vermont's own Brian Ibbett. Hello, Brian. <laughs> I'm triumphant. I have returned. That's right. Triumphant That's from right. the land of Bernie. Nothing but wins. And uh, 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 what did you, 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 you plundered? The, the, I plundered. Yeah. I, I, I snow shoveled a lot and, and uh, did some... Long-lasting uh, damage to my back and my right leg. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. I have, to, I have to schedule a doctor's appointment. Uh, you know, it just wouldn't me be me coming back from a trip if I didn't, you know, catch something, break something, uh, whatever. So I'm standing, even though I probably shouldn't be. I'm standing today, even though I have a little step in front of my little standing mat. Sure. Switch back that's, and forth that's on that. That's maybe about, you know, six inches high. Yeah. I cannot lift my right foot to put it on that step. That's oh. how much it hurt. Like without a lot of pain right now, I'm doing it right now. And so my, that, my toe, my toe still hasn't crossed the. This sounds the like the sciatica step. business. Is a sciatica deal? Sciatica, sciatica business. Okay, oh. now it's up there. Oh. Okay, it's up there now. Yeah. Man, these are yeah, and we are men of a certain age. Everyone, we are men of a certain age. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, and and uh, I think we've. You know, we were talking about Tina's chiropractor a couple of weeks ago, and I've been to him. He's a very nice guy, and he, you know, he's very thorough and asks a lot of questions. I think we're moving to um, let's get some X-rays on this business mm -hmm. stage, as opposed to, yeah, well, get on my table. I'll bend you up a little bit. See, I'll just, See? Uh, you know, you heard that pop? Thing. Ah, that's the sound of my bank hearing your money go into it. Cha ching, cha ching. Exactly. And Benjamin says, "Time to invest in a snow thrower." Uh, get this, my dad actually has a snowthrower. So this this all happened in Vermont. We were at their house, and and uh, he's got a snowthrower. However, it's it's basically an attachment with a giant spiral blade that's hooked up to a snowblower. Works with his. He just puts that on instead of his lawn mowing attachment, and it's a, it's a oh, riding okay. lawn mower. But you put this on the front of it, and it's great for most of the for most of the the snow. Right. They had snowpocalypse. And probably about 10 to 12 inches of snow there. So I was actually clearing just enough snow so that his snowblower could could do it without just pushing a big wall of snow that wouldn't make it into the uh, 
uh, into the the spiral business. That's the problem. If the if the storm's big enough, you yeah. have to chip that, away a little bit with a shovel. There's just no you way do. Around. Yeah, it won't. Yeah. It, it can't consume all that snow. You no. must uh, you must take a little bit off the top, a little off the top. So e- that, easily, uh, my top. It's in my top five occurrences of throwing my back out have happened with with shoveling snow. So yeah. Oh, and this was like yeah. a big, heavy, wet. Ugh. Monster, monster snowstorm. The wet kind is the worst uh, kind. You want it nice and light and powdery. That's what you want. You know? That's right. Exactly. But yeah. uh, no, all in all, it was a great trip. You know, started out a little, a little rocky. Uh, so we took off Thursday, Thursday yep. morning. Yep. Wednesday night, about nine o'clock. So ten hours from when we need to be at the, or no, t- uh, nine hours from when we need to be at the, in line to get on the plane. Mm. I get a message from Southwest. One of your flights has been canceled. No, we've rebooked you. Like, oh, re- Wait, rebooked. One, is there one of your flights? The storm? What does yeah. that mean? Oh, it could so, mean your return or your going or whatever, right? Exactly. Okay. So, what happened is we flew. We were going to fly from Denver to Midway, Chicago, and then from Midway, Chicago, we had a little three-hour layover there. Then from Midway, Chicago to Manchester, New Hampshire, and it was that. It was the Chicago to New Hampshire leg that that got canceled because of probably because of anticipation of this oncoming snow. Right. So I look and see what the rebook is and it's changed to Orlando, Denver to Orlando, Orlando to Manchester. <laughs> what? <New Hampshire. laughs> it seems insane to me. That's so it's, far. It's absolutely insane and moved from Thursday to Friday. So uh, it's going to be like a whole day later and flying us in the day of the big massive storm that everybody's predicting. So I got on the phone with, yeah. with Southwest and said, Look, uh, you know, <laughs> Manchester, having going into Manchester is not the most important thing. You know, we're going to this town, or you know, I said we're going to upstate Vermont. So there are three airports that were close by, yeah. all about the same distance. Uh, what about um, uh, Portland, Maine? Uh, let's see. Oh, nope. We could do that one, but it's going to be a $200 extra cost per flight because it's not, uh, they're not a a co-terminal like it's not a southwest terminal they just have a gate that they can fly into yeah uh same with albany new york which is also kind of the same proximity i said okay well we'll go a little bit further out what about boston oh that is a co-terminal and we can get you there thursday as a matter of fact you'll land about four hours three or four hours earlier i'm sorry about no, just, let me take that back about two hours earlier than your original flight and your coming back flight leaves a little bit earlier too so instead of getting back at midnight on sunday you're actually going to get back at about 7 30 8 o'clock like, it's not that bad oh, yeah well let's do that and you know and i can i can well the extra drive from boston is only about an hour extra time we are already going to be driving three hours from manchester to uh jericho so what's an extra hour so that actually worked out really well and we, uh, but here's, <laughs> here's where the problem comes in. Uh-oh. We've already checked in for our, our flights. And it's, the, the funny part is we're still flying on the exact same flight to Midway, Chicago, but then instead of going to Manchester, we we're going to Boston. Oh, so right. we had to recheck in now for the Boston flight. And because it was like eight hours until flight time, <laughs> uh, we lost our great position in the Southwest 
line to get on the plane and pick your seat. Oh, right. Because that's how that works. I forgot. That's how that works. So normally it's like, great, we check in 24 hours and we're usually in the B group, easily in the B group. Nope, this pushed us into the C group. And Tina and I are like, well, I guess we'll we'll sit together on the uh, trip to Chicago, but probably won't sit together from Chicago to Boston. That's you Talk know what that is. We, the C group is basically the DiCaprio level on Titan, the movie Titanic. It is exactly. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yes, you don't want that. Uh, you're holding on to the side of a door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you're, but you're able to dance on the deck. Which oh yeah, is yeah, nice. yeah. You can dance and bring some of the rich people down and freak her out and then draw her like your French girls. I know how it works. Exactly. Yeah. So just as we're coming down the jetway, we hear the the thing that we've heard a million times when we're usually in our seats, comfortable sitting next to each other is. Uh, okay, pretty much all of the uh, seats are filling up. So as you're making your way down the aisle, look left, look right. And if you see an open seat, that's yours. Take it. Wow. wow. So I look right, I look left, and I see the very front seat of the plane, row one, which doesn't have a place to put your bag. No big deal. I can you got the, got the wall the, right uh, there, though, right? Like the wall the, right yeah. there, exactly. Yeah. Is, is open the middle seat, front row. I'm like, you know what? This isn't so bad because... I'll have some more room. I won't have a dude reclining his his seat into my nose. I'm sure I'll have somebody on the other side of me, but it feels like there's still a little bit more leg room, and I can I can even you know cross my legs or whatever. So like, all right, I'll take this one. So I I ask the dude uh, on the aisle if that seat's available. He's like, yep. And he gets up, and he had like his coats and stuff on the middle seat. We know that trick, right? You mm. you put your coats there to make it look like that seat's unavailable. So. You sure. might get away with never having a seat in that person next to you. Sure. He gets up, but as he's getting up, I can tell that something's up with this guy. Because oh, no. he's he's having a hard time balancing. Um he he puts his he moves his jacket and stuff from the middle seat to the aisle seat so he can kind of rearrange and maybe shove it up in the uh the overhead bin. Mm. But he is he is way out of balance and kind of not um, not in full control of his his motions. Okay. And I'm thinking, oh, man, is this guy drunk? Oh, geez. All right. Well, whatever. And so I, I take the middle seat. He comes over. Or he, he, he comes back from putting his stuff up above, and he plops down, and, uh, and he's got his phone out, and he's just kind of staring at the screen, like almost like he's trying to focus on it. And there's a call going on, and he doesn't have ear uh, AirPods in, but it's you know it's I can clearly see it's his iPhone. I can clearly see the you know in a call little red and green hang up and call buttons, and uh, he's sure. he's in a call like what looks like three or four other people, and uh, uh, and he's just staring at the screen. He's not talking, and I'm not hearing anything coming from the phone. And then he's trying to push the button to hang up. And he's basically, he's doing that thing where you flip up all of your applications oh. so that you can close other applications. Oops. And he's he's swiping up and he's closing every other application on his phone. But that phone <laughs> screen is still the far right screen and oh. he keeps missing it. He's like flicking up everything. He's like trying to, I'm guessing trying to hang up. Were you tempted so, to reach over there and go boop? I know. I kind of wanted to, but you know, I don't want to, obviously I don't want to overstep my bounds. No. So... Um, finally, like he, he turns it off and then turns it back on again. I think somewhere in there, the people he'd called, but dialed had hung up. So, uh, 
It, oh, Stoic Squirrel, it absolutely let him flip up the phone app. Yeah, you can do call. it. If you answered the call before you were unlocked, that's that's different. That's true. Yeah. But if you're on, if you're in your phone and I make a call to my wife right now, I can flip if all If you've already off. unlocked your phone, exactly, yeah. then you can do it. Not yeah. hard. Anyway. So, uh, so I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I'll just, you know, I've got my, I've got my iPad. I'm going to watch, uh, decided to watch uh, Shang-Chi because I'd only seen it the one time in the theater. So I decided to watch that. So I put in my little AirPods and I'm starting to watch it. And then I see him kind of like, like slowly hunching forward and his phone oh, no. still in his hand. You think this is a drinky of, drinky thing or something else? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. And the phone just falls out of his hand onto the floor and we're, we're taxiing down the runway to, to take off. So he's not unbuckling and getting his phone. So he's reaching over, trying to get it. The, the sound of it hitting the ground wakes him up and he's reaching around. He's trying to get it and he picks it back up and then he sits in his hand for a little while and he starts hunching forward and leaning forward again and again. See, and if I were you, I would be thinking, and you maybe were thinking this, but I would be thinking, oh, it's going to be a plane incident. They're going to turn around and land somewhere. <laughs> I think it's exactly. Oh, I hate that like, feeling. I hate like, it. And, it. and I'm thinking, oh my God, well, he doesn't, he doesn't smell of drink. So it could be, <laughs> you know, it could be. It could be he, medical. Got, it could be. Right, and, sure. and that's exactly one thing. I'm thinking medical, and so that's why I don't want to just assume that this guy's drunk. But even, you know, it's like I can understand the having a disease that makes it so you can't, uh, so your motor functions are, are affected. There's, you know, diabetes can do that. Hypoxia can do it. You know, all these other things that, that I later looked up can make it look like that. Um, he dropped his phone maybe about 12 times. Before the person across the aisle from him helped him grab that, grab his phone, put it in his pocket, and zip it up. At which point, he decided he was going to pull out his eyeglass case. Oh, boy. Open it up. Not put on his eyeglasses, but just has his eyeglass. And then do exactly the same thing with his eyeglass case for like <laughs> the next half hour. <laughs> Drop it. And he's... He's, uh, you know, pick up the eyeglass case, pick up the glasses. I'm like, oh, and I keep helping him. Like, at this point, those things are falling to places where I can help him pick it up. And I'm like, here, here you go. Maybe you want to put that back in your pocket. Oh, yeah, I'll do that, yeah. Then they come around with drinks. And uh, they come over. I'll, I'll do a Coke Zero, please. He says, I'll have a cranberry. And I'm kind of just imagining what's going to happen. And mm. sure enough, he gets his drink. And he's holding it. Oh no! And it's like going down the back of like like I can see the drink going to the back of his hand like it's he, the way he's tipping it up towards me, and so I kind of like tap him on the shoulder. Oh, hold on! Don't 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 uh, fall asleep on me here. Sure enough, not before he pours half his uh, ocean spray all over my lap, <laughs> not on my iPad, fortunately, but on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> but then he wakes up and he flings. <laughs> <laughs> the remaining cranberry juice oh, no. and his eyes into the aisle, holding onto the cup, but it's like like the like the compensating for oh no. Yeah, and then, and then he moved kind of, it. Yeah. Oh my the rest gosh. Over there. So was he did he did this end in you guys having to do something weird? Like I'm I'm terrified no, no, about he, this end. He seriously this 
this went on, the whole thing went on. And, and I talked to him a little bit, said, hey, you know, want me to help you out with that? Oh, no, thanks. I'm, I'm good. And his speech wasn't slurred. So that's what made me really think, okay, it's, a, it's definitely some sort of medical thing. And at one point, the phone on the floor went off with an alarm that said, was like a, like a, self, um, a self-set alarm that said, mm. take, it's time to take your, and it listed like, Ambitruxabiliflorgan and something like that. And I was thinking, I'm going to try and remember that so that I can look it up and see what that's what that that's meant to treat. Yeah, I mean, it could be it could be ALS. It could be any kind of neuro. It could be muscular thing, or who knows. And, and you know? he did at one point take a sleeping pill. Got a little bit of water from the uh, or take a pill of some sort. Uh, did get some water from the um, flight attendant, and it could be that he was just. That he just took a sedative at the very beginning of the flight, and uh, oh yeah, that'll hit you uh, pretty hard if you're not, especially if yeah. you're not used to those. Those will those will rock your world. But it seriously, it was like it was like watching Arthur, uh, <laughs> a live one man performance of the film Arthur for two and a half hours. Well, at least you had you know, I mean, it's somewhat entertaining of a of a thing. But did you? So it you is. ended up having to do the 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 florida thing or no that that got changed no right? no so we went to boston so went we to, went oh, that's to, right. okay. denver to chicago chicago to boston and it was that chicago to boston like the two and a half hour leg that uh that he was on so uh worked out fine got the rental car drove four hours up to um up to jericho vermont and uh uh had a had a great time went to a few restaurants while we were there there's a place in i think burlington vermont um, called Bramble. Uh, we had some of the best food I've ever had at this place. Really? I had a, I had a drink that was um, bowls, you know, B O L S gin and uh, egg white and lemon and like it was like all of these weird things and then two blackberry pickled cucumbers on a toothpick across the top. And it was just, it was so, was it good? I basically said, this is like the weirdest thing on the menu. And I'd asked the, uh, the server, I said, am I going to kick myself if I don't order this thing and try it? And I leave here and I don't have it. Uh, she said, yes, you need to have, really? you need to have it. Yeah. There's so egg, there's egg can... white in there inside of the Egg thing. white. Yes. Uh, hold on. I'm going to find it all, the menu. Was it all boogery and weird and viscous and. No, no, no. It was just used as like foam. So basically, they it was like a foamed up. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so not like not like see. egg drop soup where it's like mixed in. No, and gosh, and no, nope. That would be weird. Uh, let me see if I can find. Here we go. All right, here's the description. It's called the Garden Gnome. Botanist gin, basil simple, fresh basil simple. <laughs> basil yeah. be the right way to pronounce that. <laughs> basil, uh, fresh lemon, egg white, and blackberry pickled cucumber. So blackberry. Okay, I need a little explanation on that. It's a yes. pickled cucumber, yes. but done with blackberries. It's pickled cucumber, but done with blackberries, and uh, so they had a. It was like it was like you're having a pickle that was slightly fruity, like sweet, um, but not to the full level of like a sweet pickled cucumber, uh, sweet pickle. Well, like, that sounds just fantastic. Oh my gosh, I love pickled everything, but that sounds really it's, good. It was really, really good. So that uh, and the whole menu, just incredible stuff. I put a link to it in the. Was it uh, called Bramble? You called it? Was that the Bramble? Name? Yeah. All right. For those listening at home, it's uh, Bramble. If you live out there, you probably already know. If you don't, you should go. Yeah. Oh, and their price, the prices aren't too bad. They're not too bad at all. And uh, yeah, the dinner menu, Bramble uh, VT. So I had a, um, I had a 
where was it? It is a red wine braised short rib with palm puree, Jericho uh, settlers, baby carrots, and a red wine reduction. And oh, that was gosh, spectacular. Oh, that sounds so good, dude. Yeah. So wait, this was uh, in Bo- No, this was in Boston. In no, New no, no, this is in Vermont. We Vermont. were we were in okay. we were only in Boston for like uh, thirty minutes, just getting our rental car and getting the f out of town. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, this sounds so great. This is, so you yeah. avoided the the actual storm. You luckily avoided it as we a did. flight risk, and then when it was all done, you get to fly home. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, we hunkered down in Jericho for for a couple of days, and really didn't even have to hunker down because they they got things cleaned up streetwise fairly quickly. So we stayed in for the most part. Friday went out for dinner at this Bramble place. Friday night. Um, went to a couple places Saturday, had to go get some maple syrup because you go to Vermont and you bring back maple syrup for everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and then we went to a Christmas party Saturday night. Oh, yeah, we went to the Ben & Jerry's factory on uh, uh, Friday during the day, and that was a blast. You get to walk through and see how they make the ice cream and the story of Ben & Jerry. Here's something I never knew. Mm. Uh, Jerry has has uh, is is unable to taste things. It's like he has perma COVID. So here's a couple guys who found who f- uh, found this uh, founded this incredible ice cream empire, and one of them can't even taste the ice cream. He never could, right? That was a, it. Was he always a could. thing. Yeah, yeah. he I could. Think I heard uh, that he somewhere. could do. He was the texture guy. So basically, he was like, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll do the uh, I'll you know tell you when it's chunk when the monkey is chunky enough." <laughs> <laughs> How chunky is the monkey, Jerry? Oh, it's chunky enough. It's it's chunky, a little more chunky. Could you make it a little more chunky? Did you see either uh, but, Jerry or or um, uh, Ben at the place? No, neither of them. Neither of them were there. They okay. are they're basically just on the board these days. They don't even right. they come maybe once a year and do the thing. But there was one tour group where uh, Ben or Jerry, one of the two of them, just showed up and joined the tour group, and nobody had any idea. Really? <laughs> they were just just looked like a dude. You I know? love that. I love that. You know what I think about? If you have no taste and you're doing texture, you're, that's yeah. actually a really good job because you're not being distracted or right. swayed by what it tastes like. You are purely focused, 100%, nothing else but that. It's almost like, you know, you're, you're, you're daredevil. Oh, I'm blind, but look at all my other superpowers now that I have. I can yeah. taste, uh, I can uh, do a texture uh texture thing that's great oh, i'm lifting my leg again to put yeah up lift up that leg <laughs> okay. get that thing up there you go <laughs> okay uh so we went to last thing we went to a christmas party and this is a christmas party just from the people who live on the street this road this dirt road that my parents live on yeah uh i won't give out i won't i'm not gonna dox my parents and say you know what road they live on but uh <laughs> it's uh these houses are you know, a quarter mile, half a mile apart. They're not like you walk out and you're like, hi, neighbor, picking up your newspaper, waving hi to him with the dog out in his robe or something like that. Sure. This is like, you know, you see these people when, when you know, you're in town like, oh, you're on the same road I am? Oh, nice to finally meet you. So they uh, they arranged this, this Christmas party at one of the people's houses and everybody brought food and, and, and we chatted with everybody, super nice. But I'm going to tell you that there were three women there and if I if there was a way I could have gotten a picture I would three women there who were totally rocking the uh, Cliff Clavin's mom look really the, uh, really the long gray hair tied back in kind of a ponytail yeah uh, sweater light colored cream or white colored sweater with a flannel uh, shirt underneath it with a collar kind of coming out and uh uh <laughs> 
<laughs> Clifford, you know, yep. basically, you can hear, yep. hear the voice. Yep, yep. And then, uh, and then two dudes sitting off to the side, like Statler and Waldorf, two old dudes named uh, Raleigh and Ellsworth. Wow. <laughs> But these guys are like, they probably protested in the 60s. They were probably. They, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, um, it's good that they finally graded our road. <laughs> that's right, dude. That's right. Any spottings of, uh, that's where, uh, uh, <laughs> I want to say Larry David, what's wrong with me? That's where Senator. Uh, uh, Reggie Sanders? Yes. That's his thing, right? That's his state. <laughs> exactly. Let's see where you went with Larry Sanders. Yeah. Uh, we did not see him. However, uh, my folks did get to hang out with him at the midterms, uh, election party. And I oh, said, that's right. I got a picture of, of that. That's right. Of them all hanging out together. I was hoping you'd see him out in the wild somewhere with his dumb muffs on. And I know. was hoping, but no, no luck. Darn it. Yeah. Listen, the 1% with the 3% <laughs> and the women. Uh, the 40% right. of the snow has come down over 10% of the state and the 30% of the people are out there blowing the snow with the 20% of their snowblowers and their 60% of their shovels. And 100% have back problems. Exactly. Vote for, vote for me again next year. Uh, well, that's great. I'm glad you had a good a good thing. Yeah. 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 It turned out good. Um, it was a great time. Really good time. And, and I'm I, only just paying for it with my with my you know, arthritis or whatever this, whatever the hell this is in my lower back. Yeah, I have the, I have a similar issue. It's a little higher up right now and it's mostly from, I think I'm just sitting wrong, sitting wrong a yeah. lot. And I realize I lean a little bit to the right. Yeah. It's starting to affect yeah, me. We're getting old, Scott. We, we can't, uh, I don't like getting old. I just can't uh, recover from that sort of thing. I don't like it. So, no, sir, I don't. So tell me about this, this convo thing. Yeah. So check this out. I got a great big convo. Okay. Last night. <laughs> We're at my side. I, we're at my my side's family's Christmas thing, so uh, like the thirty people that were there for Thanksgiving, we're all back together for for this, and yeah. uh, no one was sick, so that was good. That's least, good, as far Jeez. as we know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're there. My mom's there, and you know John and everybody. And John's like ninety two now. My mom's like eighty four, <laughs> and they're getting. And old. For those of you just joining us, the John relationship is it's complicated. He's the guy that. Scott's mom married. Yeah, the guy my mom married uh, some years after my dad passed away. That's that's the I can't call him stepdad because he's got zero to do with my raising. It just doesn't work that way. He's just this <laughs> dude. Okay. So anyway, they're married and, and it's fine and whatever. But I had the weirdest conversation with him. My brother Matt, as you know, my Korean brother Matt. It doesn't uh, matter that he's Korean. I just like to say it. <laughs> is trying to create a a, a a YouTube channel and he's contributing to oh, it every right. week. He's posting stuff and it's usually like four minute. Um, <clears throat> showerhead removal and replacement. Uh, here's me making a weird kimchi thing. Here's some video of my travel. I, t- I went to uh, Prague with my son and his wife, and here's some Prague video. Like, it's those kinds of things. Cool. And he really yeah. wants to make it like a cool thing and build it up, and he's excited about it, and I'm excited for him. The only complaint I have is he's not leaning into his weirdness in it. He's being too oh, serious. Yeah, He just yeah. can't help it. The, the camera starts, and he's all very... Okay, we're going to change this and do this. And I'm like, Matt, you need to be the freak that you are, and then you'll really get the views. Like, it'll go What's nuts. funny is when you do video of him, it's almost like a switch turns on. And he's like, hey, 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 hey. You know, I know. Does, does stuff when you're videoing him. So maybe give him a cardboard cutout of you that he can put behind his camera mm. so that it looks like he's like you're taking the video of it. Maybe that'll get Maybe him. that's the trick. Maybe bit. that's the whole thing is he needs someone like me on the other end. And yeah. then he'll turn into the twelve-year-old he is at heart. Exactly. Yes. But anyway, he's so he's been busy doing that and doing doing good, building a little audience and trying to do something. Nice. And John, 
he was he's talking about it. he's saying yeah i just put up this video did that and all of a sudden john pipes up at the end of the table with his mouth full of mashed potatoes and goes it's a waste of time and matt goes what and i go i look over at john and i go what are you talking about and he goes do you know how many people are trying to make it on that platform do you know how many and then, which is you know a little forward thing for an old guy like him to even call it a platform yeah actually like, right no kidding, yeah Anyways, like, you know how many people do DIY and all this? It's millions and millions. You're not going to, this isn't going to work. And he's just being all grouchy about it. And I went, John, why? I go, I know, (laughs) I go, the probability of Matt becoming the next freaking Mr. Beast or PewDiePie or something is not going to happen. He's not going to be Markiplier overnight. We're not saying that. We're saying that they could carve out a little piece for himself. That's all we're saying. And and anybody, including you, could do that. He goes, ah, do you even know? I said, John, do you know what I do? Fact, I do know. <laughs> I go, do you know what I do? And he goes, what do you do? And I said, you don't actually know what I do. <laughs> That's what I said out loud. And he goes, of course did I know. Really? Oh my yeah, God. he goes, of course I know what you did. And I realize I'm edging up close to an yeah. argument. I'm not really looking for one. But I said, you don't know what I do. And, and you I draw was, funny pictures of cans, <laughs> I think. You draw cans all the time. I don't know how that's a business, but whatever. <laughs> but no, he goes, he, he then he just didn't want to talk about it. Because, of course, he doesn't really know what I do or sure, how it works. Sure. Yeah. So I said, you need to understand, I've built a career out of carving out a chunk of this thing. Yeah. And that's all Matt's trying to do. And he 100% can do that. It's not, this isn't like I want to be Michael Jordan and only one out of every 8 billion people will become him. Exactly. Yeah. You can do it. You can actually do it. It's not that hard. And Matt's goals are not to be, you know, number one. No one's ever are. The people that are number one didn't have that goal. They just got lucky with timing and and viralness and the right thing, right time, right personality. Like that, all of that is, is already weird, right? It doesn't just happen because you planned it. And so I tried to explain this. He was just so dead set. Well, if you want to waste your time, I'm like, John, knock it off. I mean, yeah. I realize we're adult even- men over here and Matt's an adult and he can, he doesn't, we don't need some 92 year old going, ah, oh, you're wasting your time as if we're 10 See, and then we need to get a real to be job with your raising so that uh, you won't call him that you'll think of him as stepdad. It's, yeah. uh- oh, I would have died in that household. I couldn't do it because <laughs> he's a super controlling dude and I love yeah. him for what he provides for my mom. But I, beyond that, he drives me up a tree. <laughs> yeah. And he knows I feel this way. This isn't like weird. If he heard this, he'd go, yeah, I know. I kind of have a But it's just like, <laughs> why you got to be so damn negative? Why can't you, you know, exactly. I don't know. And, you know, if, if, if Matt wants to do this, even as just a hobby, as something to do, what's, ah, oh, you're never going to make anything with that stained glass. Why take it up as a hobby? Right. You're never going to make money from that. Right. And also, I felt like saying, I didn't say this, but I felt like saying, you realize you are the stereotype. You're the old guy that tells everybody else not to do a thing. Then they go do a thing, and then they prove the old guy wrong. This happens all the time. Right. Do you want to be that yeah. guy? I wanted to say that. But instead, <laughs> I was like, all right, eat your mashed potatoes, you weirdo. Well, there you go. It's that guy that maybe put lights the fire under Matt to uh, to do an even better job, right? Then it's like, oh, I'll show you. And they end up, uh, you know, Matt ends up doing great. It makes me sad that people have to deal with that. But anyway, yeah. it was a weird moment. Almost escalated. I kept it on the down, and it worked out yeah. fine. Good. Well done. Well, it sounds like you like you uh, defused it very well. That's right. Now, I didn't. I mentioned Titanic earlier, but not on purpose. <laughs> it is the 25th anniversary of Titanic, everybody. That's yeah. How, that's how things have gone. 25 there. years today, the yep. Titanic came out in theaters, and uh, 
And, you know, it's almost like we said, oh, my gosh, a two and a half hour movie about uh, about a boat. And James Cameron said, oh, just you wait 25 years. <laughs> two and a half hours is going to be a dream compared to what I'm going to do to you with the next Avatar movie. That's right. Although I keep hearing that new one is great. That's what I hear. Nothing That's but hear praise. Go, you know? People saying go see it in the biggest theater you can, biggest screen you can. Yep. So Yep. Uh, 3D, not so much. I don't care about that. But I want to. I think I want to see this in IMAX. I think I yeah, want to do I think that. So, I think so too. But I, I mean, even people that are like super like down on like big blockbustery business like this. Yeah, they're yeah. just like, no, nah, he made a real good movie. This is like, that's cool. No one should doubt James Cameron's prowess as a filmmaker. And so you'll go no. see that, and then you'll come back and be like, oh, RR is only three hours. We could do that. Oh yeah, we can totally do that. <laughs> Came this close again on Sunday morning. This close. Were you really? Oh yep. my God! We got up and it. we said, you know what? Let's have breakfast and we'll sit down and we'll watch this in the morning because we don't have the yeah. party till the nighttime. And then there we get go. then we had this reminder call that oh right, my nephew's coming over at uh, eleven and he's going to be here and we're playing video <laughs> games today, and so we won't even be like halfway through it. So then I thought of your idea, which is watch half then and then just watch Split half later. Yeah, exactly. And Kim's like, well, yeah. I want to be. I don't want to be. And I'm like, all right, we're doing this later. We have to. We have to sock it again. Watch it. Watch it through to Nacho Nacho, and then and then watch the second half the next the next day. I just love that you have this Nacho Nacho breakpoint. Nacho Nacho. I think that's great. <laughs> Which isn't even really what it is. I'm just gonna point at it like Leonardo DiCaprio in the Aviator and go. Bup, 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 that's it. That's it. And then that's pause it. Nacho, that's what Brad told me about. Yep. Hear that whistle thing he does. I love that. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna get Brian Dunaway all up in here because if we don't, we won't. Yeah. So exactly. We need to. Um, let me do that. Hold on a second. He is on his way. He will be here. And when he gets here, we're going to play a little half asses. Uh, excuse me. And uh, we're going to push this button here to make it happen. Welcome to the program, if you will, one Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Brian. Are hey, you all right? You're at home. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm okay. at home. I, I, I had a rough night last night. No, oh. it's not doing. It did okay this morning. My face is all swollen up. The eyeballs. Oh, jeez. Like, what's going on? What'd you do? You get some oh, allergic no. uh, allergic deal or what happened there? Uh, I thought I had like a sinus infection or something, but I I, I was talking to the teledoc, and he th- seems to think that since I have all this, I have psoriatic sor- arthritis. Oh man, no! I've had this oh. since I was twenty. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it everyone could, thinks it it's cause... old old person disease, but you've been, uh, you've been fighting yeah. this thing since you were a I've young had buck. Since I was twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, apparently I got I might have some in my neck, and because of that, it's like uh, inflammation in my eustachian tubes, which can lead Oof. to infections and everything else. And I'm like, lovely. Let's mm. get this done, <laughs> dude. I feel bad. I, I hate that you have to deal I'm with that. I'm feeling okay right now. I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right. I feel better now that you guys called. Yeah. Well, oh, good. That's well, what we're yeah. here for. for you. We're here to Don't call you. Don't feel sorry for me. I've got I've got a charm life, and if I have to deal with a little bit of BS here and there, it's all right. I was worried that it was going to be something like, uh, it turns out I'm allergic to 3D printer filament, and you wouldn't be able to <laughs> Ah, hilarious. Print that was the case, I'm definitely allergic to it. Well, you got your uh, printer. Do you, uh, have you had any? I did. Just do a quick little update. Did you do anything cool yeah. with it yet, or? Your deal. Absolutely, I've been printing some Christmas stuff out of print, a cool little snowman out, and I've, I've. Let me put it this way, I've, uh, I've had more fails and I've had successes, and sure. that, and that bullshit where people go, hey, you just you spent a little extra fifteen minutes doing the bed leveling. I've spent two days leveling beds. <laughs> Ain't no effing fifteen minutes. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Bed leveling is the it is the toughest thing, and that's why yeah. I always say, if somebody's looking for a new printer. 
definitely get automatic bed leveling. It is so worth it. I did. I yeah. did. And I ordered. Oh, you did. Uh, just real quick. I ordered yeah. f- from what I thought was the official uh, Creality website. I got an Ender, yeah. uh, Ender 3 version 2, whatever. I ordered from what I thought was the official site because it was creatityofficial.com. Turns out they're just a reseller. Now, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're licensed or whatever through Creality, but they got it to me really fast. But all their software is wrong. Nothing's right. <laughs> Everything's no. wrong. And so I'm like, I've been trying to understand all of that. And so here I am, two days later, face is swollen up. I don't think it has anything to do with the 3D printer, but still, who knows? <laughs> sure. Wow. But yeah, that's the by the 3D bug. That's why your face is all swollen up. That's yeah. The, oh, that's man. I And some of the things I'm doing with this thing, I like, the first thing I printed was like a little box and it, it yep. was like a little hinge. And I just printed the whole thing and I'm like, well, I'll have to assemble it. And I just pick it up and just opens right up. I'm like, how the hell did it make a hinge? Yeah. Without yeah. even, what is this magic? I know it is. It's dark <laughs> magic. It is is what it is. Yeah. But once you so get I something leveled, if you get something leveled, you can kind of then set it and forget it, right? Are you done leveling no, or do you have to always no. worry about it? Okay. You've got to, you've pretty much <laughs> got to, you've got to level Level every, is life. Level yeah, is life. Every life few is level. prints just because as you're pulling stuff off the, off the plate, <laughs> yeah. sometimes that adjusts that. Reach resets the leveling or, or cause and there's wheels involved and if the wheels get too loose they might yeah. uh when they push when they come down it might push it up just a little bit or down it's a lot of fun yeah, yeah. not recommended for people without patience how about that that yeah. is for sure well i'm excited nonetheless to have you here uh yeah. and swollen face or not we're gonna play half asses hey brian explain it and tell us who we're winning prizes for today won't you sure welcome to the morning half asses a trivia game where i'm going to be giving you two the answers i'm going to be giving Ooh. them a category and six possible answers three of those answers are correct three that are bold face lies. lies depending on how confident you feel with the category you can give one two or three guesses but if any of those guesses are wrong you get zero points for that round Get one right, you get a point. Get two right, you get three points. And get three right, you get five points. We're going to go for three rounds. And the person with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. Oh, okay. And contestants are pulled from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to be here live. Scott, you're playing for Nikolai in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Nice. Part of the inland, uh, the inland Empire of California. Yeah. Brian, you're going to be playing for Jeremy in Kansas City. Three exclamation Ooh. points. Ooh, Kansas oh, City. Ex- Ooh, the Kansas City has exclamation points or yeah. the name has exclamation points? No, the name, uh, the city. Kansas City has the exclamation oh, points. Oh, yeah. Very excited to be a Kansas Cityan. Hmm, yeah, okay. well done. Uh as was before, our first question comes to us from a listener, and uh, because it's been a week since I plugged this one in as preparation because I was supposed to come in at midnight last night, I don't remember what question is, so we'll all look at it together. Question number one. Oh, yeah, submitted by Wynn Magus. Uh, cards currently available in Marvel Snap. So, you know, as oh you know my there's God. a ton of cards yeah. available <laughs> in the game Marvel Snap. Yeah. Uh, which of these six are ones that you can currently get in Marvel Snap? Are they... Goose, Jean Grey, War Machine, Crossbones, Sandman, or Kate Bishop. Three of those you can have. Three of those you cannot have. They all feel right and they all feel wrong all at the same time. That's the problem is they've got all kinds of stuff they're holding on to, you know? Yeah. And don't and sometimes it's easy to forget that like even though like an area or whatever they call that in the front of you, the the three lanes, whatever what are they called? Uh, environments? Whatever they are. Yeah, the, the three, the uh, locations. Locations. Is what they call them. Sometimes those make references to stuff yes. that then makes you think, oh, that's in the game, but really that character hasn't shown up yet. So it's like, right. this exactly. is a tricky question. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I locked in. I don't know how well right. I did. I have no idea. Scott's locked in. I'm afraid. I'm just not sure about this last. I'm going to you know what? I'm just going to go with two. I'm not Ryan sure. Locks about the last in two. Uh, Scott, you chose exactly the three cards. Oh. That are not in the game. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> really? Scott chose Jean Grey, War Machine, and Kate Bishop, none of which are available in uh, Marvel Snap. Oh, uh, so, Goose, I which almost is the, said War Machine. Oh, I came so close. Yeah. The cat that uh, keeps you from being able to play any yeah. cards higher than three. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, heard, I've, I've memed it. Yeah, seen it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Crossbones, which uh, some benefit if you if you're winning that lane or something. And Sandman, which keeps it so your opponent can only play, or so you and your opponent can only play one card per turn. I, uh, I knew I'd seen Sandman and some uh, some advertising work, and then the Goose thing I've seen, but I wasn't sure about the other. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did better than me. Freaking now. nicely done. It's it's yeah, surprising they, they, that War Machine they and Jean Grey. Gray. And, yeah, they've yeah. disowned Jean Grey since that movie, I think, for a little while. <laughs> They're going to let that cool, simmer. They're giving yeah. it a little cool down. Yeah. Sansa Stark uh, ruined Jean Grey for yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. We just had a great TV show, with the, the Disney Plus TV show with Kate Bishop. I think Kate Bishop yeah. should be in there. She's amazing I in the comics. So. And, and these all will eventually, surely be added. Oh, to yeah. The, uh, Everything will be eventually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Serenex says uh, Crossbones can only be played on location you're winning. So that's his. But he's a good. Uh, high value card for for points all right let's get to question number two boxers who defeated muhammad ali so uh six boxers, boxers here mm-hmm. uh <laughs> could be both uh, right. uh three of them defeated muhammad ali three of them didn't your choices are joe frazier george foreman and his grill ken norton sonny liston <laughs> larry holmes and michael spinks i three like the idea that he muhammad beat ali. him he yeah, beat him with, with the grill. His, I like the grill. Exactly. <laughs> and all his children named George. So yep. pretty. <laughs> all the George kids came out. That was a special power as he unleashed all the George children. Exactly. Right. Um, Boy. I'm just not sure. Right. Uh, I watched a documentary. Uh, and I'm trying to remember the Ali movie, too. And I'm like, I think it's. am I remembering things incorrectly? Uh, I, I think I know one for sure. One maybe. And that's all I'm choosing. Okay. If I choose three, all I'll right. blow it. Scott's locked in. Uh, all, all right. right. I'll just go with one. Okay. Yeah, get a point. Joe Frazier, you both get you both uh, settled on Joe Frazier. Yeah. Joe Frazier totally defeated Muhammad Ali. Uh George Foreman did not. Ken Norton oh. did. Mm. Sonny Liston did not. And Larry Holmes Larry did. Holmes Michael did. Spinks did not. Ah, so damn it. Uh, another point for Brian. <laughs> and uh I was sure Spinks Spinks had a win. I don't know why I thought that. Mm. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you got, Brian? Four to zero. I can still come back. Four to zero so far, but you can still come back. You need yeah. to get you need to get all three in this one, Scott. Okay. Too. Uh, I need to get none. So there you, you go. Need to yep. get none. Exactly. The, the good news is we're looking at another uh, movie trivia question. Oh, I love okay. this one. Who? Which of the people in this list appeared in a movie with Jack Nicholson? Oh, geez. Oh, was it? Okay. Uh, Susan Sarandon, Cameron Diaz, Roddy McDowell, Woody Allen, Boris Karloff, and Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Three of these Jesus. people appeared in movies with Jack Nicholson. Some of these of them feel like good trick to me. Yeah, do, do, there's some do, tricky do, do, going on. <laughs> um, Roddy McDowell. Right? Oh, dude. I mean, one of these just feels like it's got to be right, and then... Some of them feel. Uh, oh my gosh, dude! This one of these is so wrong; it must be right. 
That's what I'm afraid of too. One of them feels like there's no way. There's no it's way. So but wrong. Then, it has to be right. I love it. I'm doing. You better oh not yeah, just yeah, do yeah. Two. No, I just no, remembered I one. Three, do three. You oh, I have do to three. do three, don't I? Oh my you gosh. Okay, one I know for. What is with my dogs? Oh man, I hear them up there. Holy mackerel! What they're doing? Um, I'm going with one. Nikolai is counting on you, Scott, to, 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 do to bring this one home. Susan Sarandon, maybe? I should have went with two because it, it could be a tie if he gets a right by accident. Okay, I'm choosing. I don't know. I'm choosing. I'm good. I'm in. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. You guys both picked Christopher Lloyd. That was kind of the easy one, right? One yeah, flew over the yeah. cuckoo's nest was yeah. uh, uh, Jack Nicholson and Christopher Lloyd. Scott, you also chose Boris Karloff. Yeah, that's the one I thought was so wrong. That was right. interesting. I I know it's kind of getting me too. Yeah, uh, Boris Karloff and Jack Nicholson were in a movie called The Raven. Oh, oh look oh. at you! Uh, if you get Very the last good. one, total guess. That's right. All right, the last one. Tie. I saw you hovering over Susan Sarandon, but you eventually chose Cameron Diaz. You really should have stuck with Susan Sarandon oh, because shit! she oh, was one of the witches of Eastwick. That's oh, right, Rick. You. <laughs> I was so torn on that one. Damn yeah, it. That was too. I kept thinking, I think uh, I know this one. I'm not sure. The Roddy McDowell yeah, one, I was pretty no, sure. Uh, yeah, no Woody Allen, no Roddy McDowell. And Cameron Diaz, I had to think about too. Like, all right, was there like some sort of Joker thing in Batman? She was like a bit player yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. Or uh, So damn close. I should have just gone with my guts and done that. Why didn't I do it? Yep. Uh, yep. All right. Well, Woo, you know what that so, means. Woo. Brian, you're person one. Brian, who is that again? Ibbett? That's right. Brian, uh, Jeremy in Kansas City. Uh, uh, chick, chick, chick. Uh, wins the prize. He's going to win a copy of PGA 2K21 and Bioshock the Collection. So all Ooh. the Bioshocks. Ooh. What a great prize. No, nah, it's really good. Thing forever. It's also a great, uh, a great golf game, by the way. It's very good. That PGA oh, really? Game. PGA 2K21? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, but nope. don't worry. Bioshock. Nikolai, you're not going away empty-handed. You're going to get the Maid of Skur. The Maid of I don't know what that is. For once, maid I don't either. Skur. For once, I don't know what that maid, game is. Maid, like uh, someone who cleans M-A-I-D, up your house? M-A-I-D, yes. Okay. Maid of Skur. Courtesy of Wesley. Those other games were courtesy of... I like the idea of being Maid of Skur, because you're Dave Maid Akers. of the Skur. Oh, the Skur. Yeah, the Dark Skur. You are now Maid of it. Yeah. Yep. I like that a lot. Mm. Now we are all made of skur. Speaking of being made of things, uh, we are doing a play retro, but not on the normal Tuesday timeline. We're doing it on Wednesday this week. Brian's got a thing on Tuesday, so we pushed it a day. So Wednesday evening, three uh, three thirty Mountain Time, we will be doing a show. Remind me what Gauntlet. we're doing. I forgot what we're doing. Gauntlet. We're oh, doing Gauntlet, the, right. the first oh, the first cool. successful four player arcade game gauntlet yeah and the first uh first of what i well i don't know if it's the first but it was the most influential and earliest examples of what a dungeon crawler video game could look like yeah yeah there's a lot to say about it had like over 200 lines of dialogue or something crazy it was Mm -hmm. it talked a lot more than the rest of the machines look that the first one that that game would remind me constantly that valkyrie needs food yeah Mm -hmm. she was always hungry Anyway, yeah. that'll be exciting. That'll be uh, Gauntlet 1 and 2 and uh, and beyond a little bit. We'll talk about other stuff. Uh, that'll happen on Wednesday this week for Play Retro. Get it wherever you get your podcasts. Brian Dunaway, man, it's always good losing to you, man. I'll see you later. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know what he is? He's the Flava Flav of podcasters on the Frog Pants Network. <laughs> Because Brian will like be describing something. You'll be going like, all right, and the person you're going to play for is in... Kansas City, you go, oh, Kansas City! In the background. <laughs> He's like the hype man. 
Right? You're not wrong at all. Yeah, yeah I love true. it. Exactly. And he wears the clock around his neck. So there's something, there's really something to that. Yeah. And he, I think he did it on the stairs with uh, uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Wilson or Nielsen. There yeah. you go. I knew that yeah. was close with the name. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, our good pal Steven Schleicher will be joining us for a little Monday fun. So stick around for that. Uh, in the meanwhile, we got a little song here. Oh, but it's brought to you by something. Oh, it's brought to you by, do you know who Inarius is? Did I pronounce that right? Apparently, I don't know. Do you plan on playing Diablo 4 in June? Well, maybe you'd like to find out why that name matters so much. On today's Diablo show with Scott Johnson, get subbed at frogpants.com slash Diablo or anywhere you get your podcasts. That is true. We're going to talk about Inarius today. And when I say we, I mean me. You'll learn about the origin of this fallen angel, why he's has that status and why he's back in the latest trailer for Diablo 4, what that might mean for the franchise, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So uh, check that out. That'll uh, be up sometime today. It's a solo show. I don't live stream, so there's no live stream. Uh, Brian, tell me about the music. Otherwise, it'd be you talking to the chat room and getting distracted by them, which is really tough to do on a solo show. I agree. Nobody wants that. I don't think. All right. Well, you know, Scott, you handled your loss to Brian Dunaway very well without any sour grapes. It, let's go and listen to some sweet grapes. As a matter of fact, an indie pop singer named Erica Grapes, whose song is very sweet. See what I did there? Like mm. a little, little segue. I Perfect. like it. Yeah. Uh, she is an English. Let's see. She is a, but, but, but where is she? Uh, she, where is she from? I don't know. She's from all, she's from everywhere. She's from everywhere. Yeah. Um, don't pin, you can't hold her a, down or pin her down. She's just wherever she wants to be. Exactly. This is a minimal song, just just under two minutes, a minute and 59 seconds long, written by the English composer and musician Felix Subway and produced by the Italian producer Andrea Del Miglio. Uh, however, this is just gorgeous and sweet and beautiful and awesome. Uh, and it's only two minutes long. So if you don't like it, you don't have to wait too long, but you're going to love it. Let me just tell you right now. Here is Erica Grapes and the song Out of Depth.
Merry Christmas everyone. I'm Gene Webb. Today we're going to be carving a Santa Claus face for the holiday. I look like a Christmas tree or a pear. The Morning Stream. Never look in the eyes of those you kill. They will haunt you forever. I know. And we're back. Hey, who is that short song again? Who made yeah, that? Yeah, you might be thinking to yourself, is that Emiliana Torini or Dido or Hope Sandoval? No, that is Erica Grapes in a brand new single called Out of Depth. Um, just a gorgeous dream pop, alt pop song. And uh, check it out. Check out the rest of her uh, music today. Nice. Sounds awesome. So short and sweet, you know, I like that. Short and sweet, like Erica Grapes. I ended up really liking your shaggy Christmas album you shared. I know you did, yeah, exactly. I so like it a lot. Or not, not Christmas, Christmas, not Christmas. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sinatra yeah. covers. It's so good. It's come funny. fly with me, come fly, let's fly away. <laughs> it was me who did it, and I'll be back and do it on the floor someday. Won't catch me in the kitchen. <laughs> was it me? Uh, it's too good. <laughs> I really liked it. All right, let's do this now. This. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> hey, it's Steven Schleicher, a major spoiler zone uh, from Hayes, Kansas, who has some snow. Do you get much snow this week? What no, happened? not snow. Well, eastern Kansas is getting snow right now. We're going to get extreme low down to like minus 35 degrees below zero Jeez. come Thursday and Friday. So, yeah. yeah. We've got uh, a high of negative two degrees coming on Thursday right now is Ooh, what they're saying. Oh, man. A high of two below zero. We're also going to yeah. be very cold, but we're not expecting new snow. So we're not going to have like the white Christmas you like. You're just going to have a cold ass Christmas is what you're going to have. It's going to be the white Christmas you'd never like. Yeah, the it's ones you don't want. Blue Christmas with your lips turning yeah. blue, basically. Or dir- yeah. dirty uh, snow drift Christmas. Those are the worst. Yeah. Well, you anyway. Were, you were talking about... Uh, uh, play retro yeah. and gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. When I was a kid, that was the game to play. Yeah. Yeah. We would go to the mall and we'd hear it all the way down the mall hallway. And we would just, all my friends, we'd just run down there to shove quarters into that game. Do you think so? Okay. So the, the, the I forgot what they called this attract mode, I think. Arcade machines would have sounds. Yep. So you would hear gauntlet do a lot of stuff, a lot of yelling at mm-hmm. you before you put quarters in it. The other one was Marble Madness. They played this cool guitar solo. <laughs> that was really cool. Yep. And then what was the um, run? Sinistar run. would do that oh, as yeah, well. Sinistar. Yeah. <laughs> it was always yelling at you. And I wonder if there's any data that suggests that that actually really worked. It probably did. It worked for us. It worked for us because yeah. I was like, oh, man, uh, we, we could hear it. and We'd run down to see if anybody was playing because we'd be out of cross country or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, three, four of us would all just crowd around the thing, just play, play, play until the coach was like, we got to go. And then it's like, oh, all right, coach. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I used to love Gauntlet. I play it now. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'd love it anymore. We've just we've come so far, you know, yeah. it's a very yeah. repetitive sort of thing. But I, I, I have fond feelings for it. So I am always on the lookout for a really high quality Gauntlet one or two full-size arcade machine mm. oh sure yeah. and you can find them sometimes but they're really janky and yeah. you know this one's missing you know half panel on the side yeah. and uh this one we don't know if it works most yeah, of the you th- time you just see the more modern like gauntlet legacy and stuff always yeah. up for sale have yeah. you thought about getting uh you know uh, uh, best buy had those arcade one-up simpsons machines available for a while oh now that's a good idea and you could pick one of those up and just redo it with uh you know like yeah, emulate I, I could. Uh, 
Yeah. But I've already got two arcade one-up machines. I don't think <laughs> actually know, three yeah. arcade one-up machines if you count the pinball machine. So I think I'm yeah. probably need to not do that. Well, I have the my, stop. I have that one-up little one that's Rampage, Gauntlet, uh, Joust, right? Joust, yeah. and then what's the other one? Yeah. Defender. Those are all on there. Yeah, but the thing did that Gauntlet one? It only had two-player, right? Uh, four. It had four Gauntlet one. Oh, did it? Okay, yeah. Yeah. all right. It was the yeah. first successful, anyway, four-player uh, arcade game. Uh, that's why you'd want to do. That's why you'd need like either the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one up, or the Simpsons one up, or the X Men one up that has the four player, the four player deal, and then yeah. just uh, rip out the guts and put in the the um, Raspberry Pi. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I would do if you can just get a good cat. Yeah, a good ca- a good yeah. cabinet that's not torn apart. Yep. You can make whatever you exactly. want, Stephen. Yeah, exactly. I there will do that. Okay, bad, do that. Uh, too bad uh, Henry Cavill won't be doing any more uh, <laughs> Superman stuff. That's right. That's a good transition, sort of. Uh, well done. Yeah, yes, let's get yes. to it. So James Gunn has made it official. He did a big tweet plus some other stuff because there was still, still a little confusion around it, even though Henry Cavill himself said, I'm not Superman anymore. But he confirmed. He says, yeah, we've uh, we've met with him. He's awesome. We, everyone loves him. But we're, you know, the way we're moving forward, we're, we're, we're resetting some stuff. So James Gunn confirmed both that and that he's writing a new Superman film. Uh, obviously yeah. without Henry Cavill. And the Superman film looks like it's going to be looking at more of the early days of, mm-hmm. of Superman instead of the Henry Cavill-aged Superman. Yeah. Uh, that being said, he did say, hey, look, we've already talked with Henry Cavill, and we've said uh, we have other ideas for characters from the DC universe that he might be able to play in our ongoing uh, universe. I don't know if he's also had that same conversation with uh, Gal Gadot, but uh, certainly after this announcement, it's pretty clear she's also... Probably not going to be Wonder Woman going forward. Yeah, and they yeah. pulled their they pulled their cameos from the Flash movie. I guess that's not happening now because they both oh, had cameos. Really? From oh, the it. Flash movie's be... still happening, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I saw a thing that said the Flash movie comes out in 2023. I'm like, what? I, I thought that thing got totally shelved. Yeah, if you're going to yeah. cancel yeah. that Batman Beyond thing or whatever it was called, what was it called? Yeah, and Batgirl and yeah. all that. Yeah, cancel Shel- that. Thing. Uh, cancel the Flash, save a billion dollars right there. That's what I say. Yeah. yeah. Really. I mean, I guess the money's been spent on production, so they probably have to recoup, but... doesn't matter. They don't have to... They they did production on Batgirl, and it was in almost done with post-production, and they're like, well, nope, we're axing it. It's a good point, but, uh, you know, fans were upset and sad and everything, and then a bunch of them were like, oh, does this mean he's going to, you know, screw that news about the Witcher? He'll come back and be Geralt again? Oh, no, he's, he's not doing that, no. because remember, one of the reasons right. why he left was because he didn't feel like they were doing a uh, an accurate depiction of the Witcher as it appeared in the in the books, and and that's one of the reasons why he, he or, or the games, which is where he's the most he loves the games, yeah. like a huge fan, yeah. and he just doesn't feel like any of this is matching his his character. Um, so which makes beyond me, you know, beyond yeah. playing, you know, building PCs, what else is Henry Cavill into? Well, a very lovely young woman who is his girlfriend. She's very well. Yes, beyond that, <laughs> she's yes, very nice. That's, that's uh, an awkward. I love, I love, yes. I love though. I love how people give him like are always trying to poke into his personal life, and he is so protective of her. It's actually really sweet. But yeah. Um. Anyway, he since he'll no longer be Superman. My big hope was, all right. Well, maybe Marvel could poach him. Maybe we could yeah. do something over there. I don't know what. Uh, it, just about anything easily could use him for. Yeah, I mean, we, we'll, <laughs> I say we we'll take him over at Marvel. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, she just can play. Like, what's the um. Uh, what's the big yellow guy that's the Sentry. Sentry, yeah. He could yes. do that. Oh, oh, my God, that's a great Sentry call. would be awesome, it's, right? It's basically, it's yeah, basically, basically yellow Superman. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would be down with that. But um, instead, we got news that he is 
going to probably be, I mean, this is a little bit early, but he's going to be in a Warhammer series on Prime. Not only a Warhammer I'm series, sorry, he's Warhammer, going to be executive. I should say 40K. Warhammer 40K, just to make it clear. My yes. favorite uh, freaking backdrop of all time. I love it. Yeah, Love it. And uh, anyway, sorry, he's going to co-executive produce, you say? Yeah, he's also executive producing uh, the, the the series, apparently, with Amazon and MGM Studios. And uh, he says he's very excited about this. Of course, during pandemic, there's many videos of, of, of him just sitting there painting his miniatures and doing all the things. So yeah. this is something that he's definitely into. Yeah. If he went and did The Witcher because he's really into The Witcher, uh, then uh, Warhammer 40K is probably going to be right up his alley. He's going to dive into it. He's he's with, one of those uh, a lot of fun. He's one of those Hollywood guys who's just such a massive nerd. It doesn't feel like we deserve that guy. He's great. Freaking yeah. love him. And I don't want to ever hear anybody be smirch him unless there's something I don't know about. All right, so yeah. keep quit, off. Be, quit be smirching him. Yeah, don't be smirch him. Uh, anyway, I don't know what that looks like or what his role would be or any of that. That's all too early to say. But they put up a little teaser, a little animated logo thing with some music and stuff. My guess is Space Marine era stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. What's one of the big head uh, Space Marine peoples? I know it's all religious-based and stuff, but isn't there like So the Horus Heresy is a very good guy? book. If they if they were going to take any series and turn it into a you know a book series or any story stuff, they should take from the Horus Heresy. It's an amazing series of books. Hmm. And um, he would What was that comic book well. series that came out? Oh, I loved uh, that. This just last year. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Something... Something I don't remember. No, it was Blade? a big. No, I remember. It was such a complicated name. It was actually kind of. I respected the name, even though I could never remember it. I respected it because it was way up 40k's butt. Like it was, <laughs> it was absolutely from that world. They were not trying to like cut any corners at all sure. on the name. But um, it's and it was Marvel, which surprised me because Marvel yeah. not known for their kind of bloody comics since they yeah. stopped doing what was the Marvel Knights or what it was called. Uh, yeah, Marvel Knights was right with Blade and uh, mm -hmm. Werewolf by Night. It's kind of like Black Label over on uh, yeah, um, right. Epic DC. was also kind of there. They're dipping their toe into more well they adult looked, content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They looked at this uh, deal with uh, what is it? Games Workshop is that the forty K Games people? Workshop? Yeah, um, yeah, Games Workshop. And I think they couldn't pass up the chance to to either license it or work with them to get that forty K uh, the Warhammer series out. And so. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I I've always that money either. I've always been surprised it's taken them this long <clears throat> for somebody to to really go for it with a live action adaptation of some sort. But also, I do realize this is some nerdy subgenre. Very, you know, if you're a nerd, you know it and you love it. But it's mm -hmm. not mainstream like at all, and it's really dark and it's really, you know, heavy and apocalyptic, and it's not mainstream. Um, yeah. So the fact that this is now getting talked about. This is starting to make me feel... So, Stephen, let's see how this lands on you. Brian, of course, as well. Sure. Um, I feel like more and more with more announced projects and what's currently happening over there. But, you know, we just talked last week about a Dark Tower series coming there. We mm -hmm. talked about mm -hmm. all that. Plus, they've got uh, Wheel of Time. They've got Rings of Power. I feel like Prime <laughs> is trying, is angling to be the, the genre so streaming capital of the world, it feels yeah. like. Like I know, there's plenty on Netflix and HBO's got their stuff. And you know. <laughs> if, you, if you don't count Disney Plus, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. But but you know what I'm saying? Like they really, it feels yeah. like they really want to get that stuff at a time where a lot of streaming places like Amazon or like uh, Netflix is canceling some genre pro projects in favor of more mainstream projects yep. because they're not gonna they're not getting the return they want. And Amazon's like, no man, we want the weird nerd shit. We'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I mean, uh, I mean. You, you mentioned Wheel of Time, and I happen to note that uh, 
the uh, executive or the showrunner for Wheel of Time is also now part of this Warhammer series. So maybe that doesn't say much about the Wheel of Time series. Oh, I don't know. I mean, well, I, th- I mean, it was well received in terms of that. I do wonder if it means they uh, were they going to do another season. I don't even know how that's going. I think it's, that. I mean, considering the the breadth of that uh, of that entire universe and book series, if they didn't want to continue it, that would be surprising. That would be weird, right? Yeah, and, it, they, and then it'd take him another twenty two years to get to the Sanderson books that he finished that yeah. series up. So I don't. I, I mean, uh, I'm I'm positive about this. If they want to be the place for uh, hardcore nerds, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I'm somewhat hesitant because it's like, well, if the Hobbit doesn't work, let's try this for forty uh, k stuff, and if mm-hmm. that doesn't work, let's do this Wheel of Time thing, and if that doesn't work, I guess we got Halo still, right? Yeah, and uh, just throw everything at the wall and see what kind of sticks without a clear direction, which is fine because that's kind of what Netflix is, is they can do work in so many different genres and different properties. But if they're trying to be the home of X mm-hmm. and they might want to stick with X for a while. Yeah. Disney plus is technically the home of X, but you know what I mean? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are now anyway. Uh, so let's see. Oh, I, one other thing I wanted to mention, before we move on to this, uh, another Amazon story, but the, um, uh, I don't remember who told me this, but I heard somebody say that there's a series coming somewhere based on the Neuromancer novel by William Gibson. That would be interesting. That would be amazing if they can pull that off. That's a, that's yeah. been one of those like little like the dark tower. Where it's like, do we even want to try? This is too much. This is like I way mean, intense. I mean, you know? true cyberpunk stuff. Even more so than Blade Runner would totally be. I think a lot of people would dig it. Oh, I would. Dig uh, it. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding? Oh, I want it so bad. The peripheral was a taste. That was just a taste. Speaking of Gibson, yeah. <laughs> this is bigger, way bigger taste. However, I'm still an episode behind on that. I haven't finished it totally. Uh, and everyone tells me the ending is good but incomprehensible. It again. I wonder if all those people who say it's incomprehensible did not stick past the credits because there is a bit at the end oh, where I mention that to you my need to watch it. Okay, and uh, it kind of. And if you have any questions, I, I think I have a grasp on it. Maybe Brian does too on on what everything means. Um, but yeah, just you've got to watch that that in credits and see if that doesn't make a lot more sense for you. Okay, I'm going to tell my brother in law was last night just going. I'm a smart guy and I didn't, I do not know what happened. I can't connect the dots. And I, and I didn't even think to say, did you stick around for the thing? So I'll, I'll ask him. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Amazon ordered a God of War series. Hey, yes, they did. look at that. And so this is, and we have nothing on this like casting or anything, right? It's just, no, no, no. This is we, just kind of announced kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And we know live action though, right? That's that's as much as we that's know. That's what it is. And, oh, I, yeah. I, yeah, I made a mistake. I, I said that the Wheel of Time uh, guy was doing Warhammer. He's actually doing god of war oh yeah, yeah. okay and see where i get the confusion yeah, yeah. Well, easy to do gods and hammers although i like how <laughs> the hollywood or i'm sorry i like how variety spins this the massively popular 2018 video game like that was the very first time that we ever saw god of war uh, uh appear and it's just like okay well yeah we can do that and mm-hmm. uh yeah nothing nothing that uh that came before that will ever be mentioned well let me a- let me franchise. ask you this so i want to cast this real quick um, and my first thought was bald actors. Who are, who's the coolest bald actor, right? Jason Statham. Uh, well, he's too Ooh. thin and wiry. I don't think he's... Vin a, Diesel. He's too old. 
Well, no, Henry Cavill. If they're doing old, Henry Cavill isn't bald. But if they're doing old, I mean, they they digitally removed his mustache. They could digitally remove his head. If they're yeah, doing, you don't need exactly. Bald is a pretty easy stage to, <laughs> to simulate. Yeah, I don't know why I'm I don't know why I'm stuck on that. But I looked up this list on IMDb, and it has a list called coolest bald actors. And they've got Vin Diesel. For some reason, Jamie Foxx, but he has a full head of hair in this photo. Patrick uh, Stewart. Bruce Willis, Sean Connery, for some reason. Samuel yeah, L. Jackson. Gonna do it. <laughs> Sean Connery, a little, he's a little too dead for this, I think. Yeah. Maybe Alan Arkin. Let's get him in there. John anyway. Travolta. Yeah, Travolta. He's your man. He's bald now. But <clears throat> but anyway, Kratos is a very unique looking dude. And I think that care needs to be taken. He needs to be massive, but older. You know, this is middle age. I assume they want to make the God of War that we're playing. Yeah, they're now. doing the they're doing the one with uh, after his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got to do that. And if they're doing that, he's got to be an older dude. Maybe that maybe the head of the watch, the 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 gold cloak head dude on uh, or House of the Dragon this year. The he was also a Hobbit in the Hobbit, or not a Hobbit, but he was a uh, a dwarf. I can't remember his name, but he played you know that really stoic, big, older dude that was like protected the queen. Do you guys remember? Did anyone watch House of Dragon? Brian, I you did. did. Yeah, I did. You know who I'm yeah. talking about? The guy, he gave up his cloak in the end because he was like, I don't like where this is going. So, Oh, yes. That guy. He'd be uh, a good he'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, look at him all badass and everything. Anyway. And then get Cody Smith McPhee as the little dude. <laughs> and his ginormous eyes. <laughs> Have, uh, who, who, what's his name? Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, oh, oh, J.K. Uh, JK Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, Simmons. Have you seen him lately? That dude's Jack. Oh, he's so jacked. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? So that thing with Santa Claus. Where is that? Yeah, Santa yeah, Claus with the Rock. That's where it was. Right. It was him and the Rock. Doing like he's doing some that. movie or something. And he really worked out for the role and looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. Let him play Kratos. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, actually. <laughs> but can he do the Cave Johnson voice the whole time? That's what I want to know. Okay. <laughs> ah, listen here. I'm I'm God of War, see? I'm Kratos. Ah. All right. Well, anyway, there's that. Uh was that interest you, Steven? Do you do you, are you a fan of the God of War series? Do you have any uh, I was the very first game, you know, the one that came out on what PS2 or whatever PS2. PS3 yeah, uh, PS2. decades ago. Mm-hmm. Um I really like that game a lot. Uh, I didn't really get into the other ones uh, that much. I'm sure I would enjoy them very much. I, I really enjoy more the um, uh, Assassin's Creed series more than the God of War stuff. Yeah, I I, I think it, the, the new ones in particular, I just think are a weird modern miracle because you took these action button mashers that were pretty one note. Mm-hmm. They're fun, right? They're really fun, but they weren't like there was nothing about them where you're like, oh, the depth of story and character. Yeah, and they somehow made that happen and did it in such a swift way and such a great way like i think they're 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 almost like there are very few games that can do this transition and they pulled it off or it makes me think more could and, and they just don't have the the guts to do it so i, I have I nothing but respect odyssey because you you rave about that one on the steam deck and i think uh, that's, uh, man odyssey is so good yeah yeah oh, i was yeah. i was disappointed with valhalla it uh it started out too repetitious for for my taste, but I just uh, started playing that one. I like yeah. Valhalla. Okay, it's not my favorite of the series. I'm I'm torn between um, Odyssey and uh, Origins. Origins. Oh, Origins. I think I'm sorry. That's the one that. Wait, which is the one that you were raving about on the Steam Deck? Uh, that was Origins. That's the one in the. It's set in ancient Egypt. I love that. Yeah. One. Okay. Yeah. The the Greece one is Odyssey. That's the one that I really really like. Yeah. And then um, you know, just, just I kinda... just started playing Valhalla. It's okay. Uh, starting it up, so I'm just to the point where you know the um, Assassins Guild people show up, and uh, I 
don't know if the character shows back up many more times in Valhalla, but he's apparently the main character in the upcoming game. Oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the um, Amos or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, the Arabic character is the new. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the new main dude. Ooh, they are all on massive sale on Steam. Mm-hmm. I can get Odyssey and Origins for less than fifteen bucks each. Twelve for Origins, fifteen bucks for Odyssey. Oh, absolutely Bingo, worth it. Bingo, bongo, they yep. are ordered. Awesome, awesome value. And those, both of those, I played them both on Steam Deck. I'm finished. I actually finished Origins on Steam Deck, and it was great on there. Cool. No, right. did you do all the side missions or just story? Uh, main, mainly story. I did some side. I still couldn't go back and probably will at some point. I always like to do that. If I beat a story and there's leftover stuff, I'll like let it simmer for a bunch of time, play other mm-hmm. games, and then I'll go back and just start cremating side <laughs> missions. Which I always my like my thing is it's just like, oh, what's over here? What's over here? You say that the queen's in danger and I must go see her uh, immediately? Okay, but what's this over here? <laughs> do you know what the only, the only massive open world game like one of these, you know, GTA style, giant mm-hmm. world sort of thing that I've ever... 100%ed guess what game it is and it, and I'll say uh, to give you a hint it was made in the last 7 years World of Warcraft no 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 there's so much that I that's so many things I haven't done in there oh the the, the Mad Max uh, Fury Road game the Mad Max game from 2015 is exactly the answer I I 100%ed <laughs> that game and I think I might have had it even been a different theme because it's I think that game is so underrated freaking great and that goes on sale all the time for like 5 bucks Hmm. not to be missed next time it goes on sale because it's such a steal for that it's so good it's an amazing game uh well there you have it uh uh, more good times on the way for 2023 and beyond (laughs) uh and we always learn these things from steven who has this great website called majorspoilers.com steven anything going on on the network for this christmas week you want to tell people we are wrapping things up we're going to be doing our final look at the incal this week on the major spoilers podcast that of course is the uh jardarowski and uh mobius uh series from the 80s that is being adapted into a movie or movie series by Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, I'll get his name correct one of these days. Uh, So we're going to wrap that weirdness up this week on the show. Nice. Very nice. I had such a great time last episode being on there. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. I always have fun. Too bad we read a horrible comic. but Yeah, uh, that comic was not great. But listen, (laughs) Aquaman's a mixed bag, right? You can't get, you always don't, you don't get what you always want with him. Yeah, sometimes you're not going to get the uh, king crab. Sometimes you're going to get the minnow. That's right. Oh, I'll see you. What you've done. All right. That's great. Uh, Is there anything else? Oh, really? Even in the winter. Okay. (laughs) Oh, well. Weird. Just just like right into it. Just stay hydrated and then then out. All right. Fine. Uh, That's it for today's program. Uh, We're about done here. I I do want to mention once again the Diablo show today sometime. So get sub to that if you haven't already. A lot of you are, are already. Thanks for hanging out there and being there since 2019, since I did last. Uh, episode that's back when the last bit of news really mattered but a lot of stuff going on so check that out um got a quick text here that i would like to read this is from let's see this is from somebody named grendy and they said maybe you already answered this before have either of you done voiceover for anything we might know commercials and stuff like that um Brian, do you have anything like if you somebody might accidentally run into and go oh my gosh that's freaking yeah well there's the uh there was a a parody of cars and planes came out called uh, X-Wings, I think. And it was um, uh, done, you know, 3D animation style, Pixar animation style, but it was like X-Wing fighters. And I did uh, the voice of the the main uh, the main X-Wing in that. That's awesome. 
Yeah, that's my. It's one of my say. It's like like when you go to IMDb, it's one of my. <laughs> it's one of my things. It's one of your things in the like you have a. Is the film sack in there? Are we, are we counted for that? I was thought yes, we should. Yes, film sack. I think is in there. All right, um, we should have that. The sad thing is, there's like three or four Brian Ibbets, and it, it, it's a bummer because it's like, no, I want there just to be one Brian Ibbett. Yeah, one there's of only you. one Brian Ibbett. There's only one. There was only ever one. Don't make more than one. Exactly. Yes. Please stop. Uh, check this uh, out. You could, if you listen yeah. to a, a commercial from 2012, now 13, whenever it was. Oh yeah. I did a bunch of GE ads, and here's here's one of them. This is the, I don't know which one this is. Oh, GE understands how a super body can do super things, like fly, in the hurtling sense of the word. Hurdlers use stomach muscles to soar, more specifically the psoas muscle. It runs from your thigh bone through your stomach and up your lower back. It makes it sound like I know what I'm talking about. It's so cool, though. Uh, uh, AV Tech John found the X-Wings movie trailer. Oh, what? Let me see it. That's. I was just going to ask you if you had some audio. I want to I want to hear this. Yeah. Oh, I'll put the whole video up. Okay, hold on. I'm so, I'm so excited. I've never heard you do this. All right. There we go. Okay, let me pull it over here. Okay. Here we go. From Disney and Pixar, the visionary studios that brought you cars, Uh planes, boats, and trains, comes their next adventure set a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. All wings report in. Blue 34, standing by. This is Orange 8. Let's play ball. Hey, this Veronica. is Bad 6, Ted, standing by. Periwinkle 19, standing by. Red 11, let's do this. Red 7, standing by. Blue 24, standing by, baby. Hazel 42, standing by. Pink 28, ready to party. Green 33, <laughs> giddy up. Red 5, standing by. Red 2, standing by. Look at the size of that thing. <laughs> Is that just the one part? Is there more in here with your voice? I mean, there might be one more, but uh, isn't that hilarious? Yeah, like, it's pretty just great. Like 18 minutes of red 17 standing by. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, colors, turns out. Yeah. Of, for yeah. that. That's great. Well, there you go. Does that answer your question, uh, dear listener? Who is that again? Grendy? Gendy? Grendy. Uh, Grendy. That is Grindy. your real name. Um, yeah, I haven't done much that's like public since, but a few things here and there. I did a corporate thing a year ago that. I don't think anyone sees, but the company who I did it for, that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, stuff here and there. The, the the Olympics thing was fun to do because there was like 12 of those. And um, oh yeah, people would say, I think I heard a thing that sounded just like yeah, you it on TV. Yeah, it sounded like Scott. Because they ran yeah. during the Olympics, so a lot of people saw it. And um, that was a lot of fun. Somebody thought, oh, did that turn into anything for you? No. I mean, it was a paid gig, but it, I didn't do anything else after that. We're no, we're still no, trying to, yeah, still trying to get this. Uh, I've got a book um, that, that uh, somebody has asked me to do the audiobook version of, and I need to just carve out the time and do it because my problem is if I if I do it and it takes it's too long over a long period of time, they're going to get different sounds in my voice. So I need to just kind of like lock myself, maybe just go to a hotel, lock myself in a hotel for a week and just knock the whole thing out. That actually sounds fun. Go to Vegas, get a suite. God. 
that's the problem. If I go to Vegas, there is no telling what my voice is going to sound like on day three <laughs> or four or five. That's true. It's got to be like uh, someplace that I don't want to leave the hotel so much, you know? Yeah. Got to go to a, like a desert. Detroit. Yeah, something like, yeah, go to Detroit. Sorry, Detroit. Sorry. But, Sorry, yeah. Detroit listeners. But uh, It's just kind of how it is. All right. Yeah. You'll all survive. Uh, that is going to do it for today's show. Big thanks to our patrons who help support the show and make it happen. Patreon.com slash TMS is where to do that. And I want to welcome Oh Them Bones, who joined the show <laughs> at the maximum level. We call it the Velvet Rope. Uh, it's a rarefied group, and I love everyone in there. But I really wanted to make sure we welcomed Oh Them Bones uh, at the Velvet rope, rope level. And you're like, what the heck is that? Well, you can go find out. Just check it out at the uh, website. It's over at patreon.com slash TMS. Do it today. That's going to do it for our show. We need to get out of here. Do you have a song? I do. And I'm so excited about this one. Uh, Katie Talmo, a.k.a. Katrina in Cat. Uh, this is so exciting. Hello there, Scott and Brian. I've worked very hard since the beginning of 2022, and I have lost over... 110 pounds Woo! on my own. Damn. That's amazing. Yeah. Jeez. Well done. It's one of my arms. Uh, <laughs> but on Monday, December 19th, I'm going under the knife and getting bariatric surgery to help keep this weight loss train rolling. I'm definitely getting more nervous the closer it gets. I would love you to play of Brave, uh, play a cover of Brave by Sarah Bareilles. But hey, I know Brian can find a great song for any occasion, so I leave it ultimately in his hands. I will also accept any and all Tad vibes for the road ahead. Thanks and happy holidays to everyone. Nice. And if you want to know what kind of surgery, it's the vertical gastric sleeve. Basically, they'll just be cutting out approximately 75% of my stomach and a hernia repair while they've got me opened up. Um, holy cow, Katrina, that is so, so fantastic. You'll hear this probably after the surgery, but, uh, um, you know, obviously met you in Chicago, met you at the last, uh, the most recent uh, TMS Vegas, and so excited for you and, and uh, impressed. Like 110 pounds, I need to... I just need to get off my butt and do it. Yeah, amazing. that's amazing. I don't think that's, uh, I don't think I've ever, I don't know if I've ever known anyone who's lost that kind yeah. of weight. And every time I hear about that, I just think, what excuses do I have? I don't have any. That's that's you know? before and after photos where they're holding their pants out as far as their yeah. arm can stretch. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yep. I'd love to do that to my pants. Well, actually, I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be close to dead. I shouldn't do that exactly with mine. I just need to lose, I have another 25. I just want to. I want that to go. If I can get that twenty-five out, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in Skinny City. That's where I want to be. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Yep. Make it happen. All right. Well, let's get to her request. Uh, this is an acapella band called Capital Blend. Blend meaning two things getting put together from an album called Double Shot. Oh yes, meaning two things getting put together. This is a uh, mashup cover. Uh, but surprisingly, with that album title and that band, this is the only mashup cover they do on that album. Twelve songs, and only one of them is like this. Mm. This is uh, Brave and Roar, so Sarah Bareilles and Katy Perry. It's amazing how well these two songs go together. And this one goes out to you, Katy. Congrats, and uh, here is Brave Roar. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow for a Tuesday edition of The Morning Stream. Push me 
of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't care. Oh. Oof. <laughs>